I get a lot of questions in the Discord um, of, is there going to be a correction? Well, I think it would be foolish to say, no, there will not be a correction. And I think more people like to use the word crash. Uh, I prefer not to use it, although I have. Um, it's a little dramatic. There will be a correction. There, there has to be a correction. It, 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 it's the, it, there always has been. I guess that would be my answer to it. So I think the, the prudent investor says, okay, what are the clues? What are the warning signs? And what causes a correction? Um, big corrections were, again, we go to, back to the dot-com bubble when there was a just an overvaluation of undervalued stocks that weren't making money. And there's some of that going on right now. Um, but let's look at this realistically and see if, in fact, if there is going to be a correction, uh, when it might happen, and how we might spot it. I think I've got some answers for you, and, and I think I can enlighten you as to what you need to be watching for. So, um, as I say, these questions come from our Discord. That's what we call, or that's what it is. We actually call it where our tribe meets. Uh, we are best of us investors, um, and I am Kerry Grinkmeyer. I am the host of our show. Uh, if you want to be a part of our tribe, um, 15,000 people now who come to the Discord and talk about subjects like this. And that's why, that's why I'm talking about it. A lot of people on the Discord have said, Carrie, is there going to be a correction? Should I get out of the market? What should I do this, this month? That's where we do that. That's at bestofusinvestors.com. Give me your name and your email address, and I'll send you a link to the Discord. I'll be right back. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Yes, there's going to be a correction. Will it happen in 2021? I don't know. But I think I'll know it when, it, when I see it coming. And why do I say that? Well, the reality is it goes back to my, my the only class I really did any well in, in, in college, and that was economics. And what I remember about Mrs. Russell, I think that was her name, what she taught me was the theory of supply and demand. And that is, if there is a greater supply of a product, the demand will bring the price, and, and a lower demand, the price will come down. And the converse is true as well. If there is a shortage of supply and the, the demand is high, the price will go up. So where are we at in the stock market? Um, the fact is that you have more money to do things to invest than you probably ever had. The market is flush with money. We can see that. Uh, there are small companies who have no product, have ne made no profit, who are going public because there's just a oversupply of money in the market to buy their stocks. Uh, and as long as that supply of money is there, the value of stocks will go up. It's when 
there is less supply of money that the price of stocks will go down. Well, why is there a, 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 a increased supply of money? Because you're sitting at home and you can't go out to eat. You, you can't go on a vacation. Um, you can't book a cruise. You can't get on an airline. Uh, so you got money that needs to go someplace. And in fact, it's going to the stock market. And that's the supply and demand issue. When you get to the point that your money now is moving to buy goods and services, that's when the potential crash correction can happen. When will that happen? When we come out of, of um, quarantine, when uh, Nita and I book our next flight, when you book your next vacation. So let's get a proof of what is happening. And what I want to do is I found a chart. Um, I actually, Meet Kevin showed me the chart. And I want to give credit where credit is due. But I, I built on the chart a bit to give you a better understanding. I want you to understand where the money is coming from, where it's going, and how it's affecting the stock market. So let's take a look at this, this chart. So I found this graph, and I think it does a fair job of giving us some guidance on the relationship between monetary base, gross domestic product, and federal debt. In this graph, as you can see, the monetary base is represented in the green line. That is the amount of money, as I've said, that's in our system, American dollars, U.S. dollars. The gross domestic product is down on the bottom because it's, and it, you don't see it, but you, I'll show you the numbers relative to it, because it doesn't move relative to the movements of the federal debt and the gross domestic product. Um, so the red line is then the federal debt. And to give you some relationship, I want to show you here, um, this is, we're looking at 1974, and the federal debt was uh, $480 million. The gross domestic product was $1.5 trillion, and the money base was $103 million. Now, I want to move up to 2000. Uh, because that's kind of relative to where we are. Um, we're seeing here that the uh, monetary base is $585 million and the gross domestic product is $10.2 That means that for every dollar in the system, it produced 17x of gross domestic product. So in other words, uh, $585 million produced at $10 uh, trillion of, of gross domestic product. And if we look at this as supply and demand, we had a supply of $585 million creating a demand on $10 trillion in gross domestic product. Now I want to move up to 2008 because this is 
when we moved into the subprime crisis. Here we have a our, our uh, money base has moved up to just under a trillion dollars, and our dress, gross domestic product has moved up from uh, 10 trillion to 14 trillion dollars. So now the X factor comes down from 17 to 14. So in other words, um, this is a little bit deflationary. It takes less money to build, to produce uh, just us uh, uh, a little more gross domestic product. Now let's jump up to 2019. And uh, here we see that our money base is now up to $3.2 trillion and our gross domestic product is up to $21 trillion. Dividing the uh, 3 into the 21, now our X factor is down to roughly 7.5. Okay, what does that mean? That means that the money is going somewhere else. This increased dollar supply is going somewhere other than gross domestic product, other than goods and services. Now, this chart doesn't go to uh, 2021, January 2021, but I will share with you that the money supply has moved up from <coughs> the 3.2 trillion to 5.2 trillion, and the gross domestic product has stayed roughly the same. So now that X factor has dropped from 7.5 to 4.32. Okay? So, in other words, those dollars are not being spent by you to produce gross domestic product. Why is that? Because you're quarantined. Because you're not buying as much goods and services as you did just a year ago. In fact, the X factor dropped from 7.5 to 4.23. So where is that money going? I think we all know where it's going. So now we need to look at what are we going to see in 2021 and how is that going to change? Now, what I didn't mention as we went through this, where is that money coming from that is increasing in our money base? And I think it's very evident. That money is running ahead of, but in the same direction as the money base. It's national debt. Our debt back here in um, when let's look at 1982, our federal debt was 1.2 trillion dollars. I always cut reference 2000. It's at 5.6. Uh, in 2008, it almost doubled. Okay, and then from 2008, it went to from call it 10 trillion to 22 trillion. And today it is at 28 trillion. We increased our debt uh, in roughly eight months 
by close to $7 trillion. Okay, let's talk about this and say, is this giving us a clue as to whether or not there is going to be a crash or I prefer the word correction. So let's talk about it. Okay, that's how we got to where we are now. Uh, it's now 2021. And is the supply of money going to slow down? No. Um, my understanding is the Biden administration wants to put out a new relief package of just shy of $1 trillion. So the money is going to keep coming. Um, is the demand going to change? Well, do you believe that we will be in the normal world um, by February 1st? I don't think so. But let's assume that we were. Let's assume that something happened on and on February 1st, there was no threat of the virus anywhere in the world. What would you do? I suspect you'd celebrate. I suspect you and your family would go out for dinner. I suspect you'd say, let's go on a vacation. And you'd book an airline flight. And you, you might even book a cruise. You'd reward yourself for making it through this crisis. And that would happen on February 1st. What would that do to the stock market? The money that you would have put into the stock market would not go there. So there would be a pullback of supply of money going to the stock market. At the same time, the government would stop printing money. Oh, so the supply pulls in even tighter. Okay, so there is more money going to goods and services and less money going to the stock market. Well, what's that do to the goods and services? All of a sudden, there are more people who want to get on airplanes than there are seats on the airplanes. What do you think the airlines are going to do? They're going to raise the prices. There are more people going to the restaurants than they have chairs. Yeah, I mean, now they can go 100%. What do you think's going to happen? The cost of going to a restaurant is going to go up. So what is that all involved? That involves inflation. We move from a deflationary economy where there isn't money going to goods and services to an inflationary economy, and that's when the correction occurs. That's when... Those stocks that you've been chasing that are penny stocks or $8 stocks that are not making any goods or services and not showing any profit come tumbling down. And as the inflation in increases, so does the interest rates. And as the interest rates increase, that company that you own that makes no goods and services and is only a wish and a dream of something in the future and is not making any money other than the, the money that they're borrowing at an extremely zero interest rate is now having to pay a higher interest rate and the company closes. 
And as the company closes, the market corrects. And that's what you call a crash. Now, if in fact you own Amazon, Google, they're, they're going to continue to go. They're not going to go bankrupt. Now, they may correct, but they aren't going to crash. So my point is, I don't see any kind of crash or correction as long as the government is printing money and as long as you can't book a vacation. As long as though that's that that brings it down to A plus B equals C. And C stands for crash or correction. So as long as you don't book a cruise, as long as you don't get on an airplane, and as long as you don't go start going out to lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day, and start buying clothes that you need to go back to work. Rather than putting that money in the stock market, you're okay. You, you, you can even buy some of those silly SPACs that are coming out that are somebody's dream that someday maybe we'll make some money. But the money is so free. Let's go get it. There have been more IPOs in the last 12 months than ever in history. They, there are so many key peop- companies coming public on a daily basis, it's impossible to keep up with them. Help, Shaquille O'Neal even has a slack. Come on! This isn't real. This is a, a money game. You are playing Monopoly. But in Monopoly, you just close the box up, and put it away in a, on a shelf, and, and you're done with it. There is a day of reckoning here. And again, it's the day you go out to dinner. It's the day you book a cruise or book a European tour. That's when you will know that the toilet's going to flush. And the day of reckoning is there. So that's my take on, is there going to be a crash? And if you have questions like this, and you want to have discussions like this, go to Best of Us Investors, and um, that'll take you to our website. That's where you can buy one of these shirts and one of these hats. Um, And you can buy the books that I read that open my eyes up as to what's happening in the world that I live in. And there, then, you will see the link to the Discord. At the Discord, we have a premium channel. We charge you $10 a month. And you can see my portfolio. You can see my blog that I put out almost every morning about what I'm thinking about and what I'm seeing happening. And then you will get an alert like those of who are there now got an alert yesterday that I bought. I increased a position in one of my holdings. And uh, as I say, you'll see my portfolio and everything that I own, the portfolio that I use, that I manage under the best of us investors. I don't add money to it. I only grow it or lose on it um, so that you can keep track very easily of what is succeeding and what is not succeeding. 
So that's best of us investors. Um, and we have three objectives. I, I feel necess- uh, a need to go over them. Number one is to make good investment decisions. And I think this video will help you make good investment decisions. Number two is to keep more of what you make. And that's understanding the tax code. I don't do a lot of videos on tax codes, but I'm building the Best of Us University. And that's where I'm going to bring people in that you can, you can learn from, uh, financial advisors. And if you're a financial advisor and you'd like to become a part of this tribe and you'd like to teach a class, contact me. Come to the Discord um, and, and contact me and we'll set you up so that you can promote your business. And you can be a part of this. And then the third objective is to build family wealth. I think you need to know that the government will allow you and your spouse or significant other to pass 24, just shy of $24 million onto your heirs estate tax-free. So if they're giving you this opportunity, then take advantage of it. Why not? But you got to have a plan. You got to understand the markets and you got to have a team. And that's what our tribe is. That's what Best of Us Investors is. I, I, I learn about the stocks I want to invest in from my tribe members. 15,000 people cue me every day. Hey, have you looked at this stock? Okay, Kerry Grinkmeyer, Best of Us Investors. There will be a crash. There will be a correction. But you'll see it coming. Don't worry about it.